This is the Polgoff Audio Experience. Whether you call yourself a PT, a physical therapist, or a physiotherapist, and wherever you're listening to this right now, this is for you. It is me revealing everything I can to help make you a more successful business owner. Thanks for listening. It means the absolute world to me. Hello, everybody. This is Paul. Welcome to another episode of the podcast. Um, Great to be here as always. Very, very um, important topic to discuss with you today. Uh, We're going to get into that in just a moment, but it's a question that kind of pops up every now and again, and um, I feel like um, probably every time I give the answer, it gets deeper and more meaningful. So happy to go over um, this topic again today. But first, thanks for everybody who's getting in touch, the new listeners that we've got and getting and continue to get from all around the world. It is, um, it's incredible to be at the heart of this fast growing community. It seems that there's more businesses joining us, getting in touch, sending us emails, cards, and just coming to seminars and um, doing uh, just doing some fun things with us. So thank you for doing that. We love what we do. And the Polgoff Media um, uh, planet, if you like, that the team we're building continues to grow as well. Um, we really have been in a recruitment overdrive over the last few weeks and months to support all of our new programs and things that we're doing, our new ventures, seminars that we've got um, planned. The next one is in Las Vegas, first uh, and second of April. Why don't you come and see us? If you are doing something, come and see us. If you are not doing something, come and see us. I can't believe that there's a single person listening to this who wouldn't benefit from two days of figuring out how to improve how you answer the phone because that's kind of what we're going to do. I always think the most important reason for being in a seminar is primary um, that you will be around other smart people and other ambitious business owners. Much easier to have a conversation with those guys, people who get you, who are on the same journey than probably anybody else. Your family don't get you, your staff don't get you, most of your friends probably don't get you and why you do what you do, this crazy thing called build a business. Uh, But I can assure you the people on Planet Paul absolutely do. And if you are looking for just a weekend to kind of get away, just to reset, to re-energize, to refocus, the excuse is it's Las Vegas, you deserve it, you've probably worked really, really hard. Uh, Second to that is you'll meet some fantastic people on planet paul happy to share with you their ideas and just hang out at the bar with you talk kind of goof off a little bit share a challenge uh share a a strategy that's working and just um just align with other business owners that's the second reason to come and third uh, we're going to be talking effective telephone techniques and how to improve your in clinic sales strategies where you will make a lot of money trust me anybody who attends this event will leave feeling 10 feet tall um i without being uh, arrogant or ignorant or or or, or, uh, you know putting aside my usual british modesty i'm the best in the world when it comes to teaching sales techniques i've studied it i've applied it for over a decade i had to in a country with free healthcare. Um, I love, love, love the psychology of, of people and influence and understanding what makes people tick. And I figured out my own ways of communicating with people that kind of takes the hard edge off sales, of sales, out of any conversation. And really, it's often just a subtle shift. And instead of trying, I, I would say it like this, instead of trying to impress patients, so this is the way I see it, where it goes wrong. So listen up, turn this up, here's the first lesson of the show. Where I think it goes wrong with you, uh, potentially, if it's happening to you, or, or certainly inside of your office, if you've hired other people for you, there's a tendency to want to impress the patient. There's a tendency to want to um, uh, impress the patient, right, in terms of impress upon them how good you are, um, how much you can help them, uh, how much you care, and all of that's absolutely valid. But nothing is as important as the patient being impressed by your listening skills 
and your ability to connect and ask the right questions. And if you're gonna impress in any department, that's the one to impress. Simple as that when it comes to sales. I don't care what anybody says, we have to sell in healthcare, you have to sell in every industry, everywhere on the planet if you wanna survive and eat and actually be able to pay your rent and make a profit. But we can shift it ever so slightly from trying to impress and sell ourselves to actually the patient being impressed by how much we listened and the right questions that we asked. And that's what I'm gonna be talking about in Las Vegas across the weekend of April 1st and 2nd. Um, it will be magical. You will feel better about yourself. You'll feel more confident when you know what the person that you're speaking to is thinking and how they're feeling, what they're going to say and why they're going to say it. I promise you, you will move into any sales conversation that you'll ever have with a patient and in life, by the way, feeling significantly better about getting the right outcome that you want for yourself. To get that type of confidence, you do have to make a commitment. That might be jumping on a flight. That might be spending a $1,000 on a ticket and some hotel rooms and various things, um, but it will be absolutely worth it for you. Head over to polgoff.com forward slash guest. Can't wait to see you. We're going to have over 100 people in the room. Probably my best guess is 125. Um, all in all, we're going to have lots of fun. We've got a band on Saturday night, uh, um, a Rat Pack, uh, classic Las Vegas style, big show on Saturday night in the hotel. We're on Lake Las Vegas, so we're about 15 miles off the strip, so about 15 minutes away, 20 minutes. So you can bring your family. It's a luxury hotel. You can see the strip in the distance. So you can go and do that Vegas stuff if you want, or you can just have a nice relaxing weekend as well if you want. I'll be um, in the relaxing weekend column. I love flying into Vegas, and I love the, the sort of the energy of Vegas, but I, I kind of love the, the, the hotel that we're in. Is um, Put it this way, Paul picked it because he just loves to relax. Um, he loves to relax uh, and everybody else can have a party in Vegas so uh, send an email paul at paulgoff.com or just reply to one of the emails that you've got probably from me over the last few years one of the thousands that we've probably sent you so we'd love to see you um, April 1st and 2nd effective telephone techniques for private practice owners we um, are about three weeks away so can't wait to see if you're coming and if you're not why not come on let's see you so let's get into this today, a very important topic. Um, I've been going through a list of questions that my team have been asked recently. I've been inundated with 20, 30 questions that have come from the staff recently. And um, I just kind of go through and think, oh, that'll be a cool one to answer for you today. And the question is this, how to manage work-life balance with family while growing the business? How to manage your work-life balance with a family while growing the business? I love it. I love it. I love it. So let's um, let's get into it. Let's get into it. And the answers that I'll give you today will be uh, probably uh, contrarian to what most people will tell you um, who have probably done nothing more than write a book on it and are still miserable, stressed, unhappy and have pretty crappy relationships. They might make lots of money, um, but they don't really have good quality, deep relationships with their wife, kids and very rarely travel and kind of don't go on holiday or um, just not feeling good about themselves. So I think we've got to get clear on that. What actually is this, you know, this kind of work-life balance? And really, none of us really want a work-life balance, I should probably say. We don't want that. That's not the objective. We don't want to go to the gym. We want to feel better 20 minutes later is what I always say. So let's get really, really clear on the objective. It's not to go to the gym. It's to feel better 20 minutes later. It's to feel healthier and live for longer. That's why we're going to the gym. So we don't really want a work-life balance. What we want is to feel really, really good about ourselves, with our family, without our family, at business, at work, not at work. We don't want to be worrying about the family when we're at work, and we don't want to be worrying about the business when we're with the family. That's the 
kind of rock and a hard place that most people in business get stuck and it's a um it's a perennial problem for most business owners and it can't be fixed with any kind of fixed set schedule right and and you know kind of rigid dogmatic ways of thinking about your business and it certainly can't be fixed when you're speaking to people who uh, haven't anywhere near got it and you know kind of might have a, a perfect nine to five schedule and go home every night or what appears to be at home every night and you might admire that from another business owner but who's to say that when that business owner does get home they're actually really really worried they're not in the room with their kids they've got no presence they're not there, they're not in the moment, they're, they're scatterbrained, they're not listening to what their kid's saying, they're not seeing the smile on their kid's face, they're not having deep conversations with their, their wife or their partner or their husband because they're constantly worried about what's happening in the business. That's not work-life balance. Practically, you might be home or at work, but mentally is really where it's all at. Every single one of us wants to feel better about ourselves. That's the magic, that's the goal, that's the thing that we're trying to get, and I've said this many, many times, you've got to get to the highest point in your life and look down on it from there. You don't want a better work-life balance. You just want to feel really, really good about yourself. That no matter whether you're at work for 20 hours a day or you took six weeks off, you feel really, really good. And that's my preface for this question um, today. So the first point is be fluid. Fluid. Just be just be relaxed about it. That's the that's the first thing. Nothing rigid. There should be nothing fixed. Everything is open for debate, always. It can be in your calendar, but it can equally be removed from your calendar. The minute you set up a life that is fixed, where you must, 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 must be there, must, must, must do something because you said you would, you will have a life of torture. There, there's no quality of life when it's the must, must, must. So we have to be prepared, although practically it's good to have things in a calendar, it's good to have plans, it's good to look into the future, and I absolutely love all of that. We also have to be prepared to cancel the fucking lot at, at the drop of a hat if you, if you want the work-life balance. Because it's an emotional thing that if you can't not do the thing, well then it's got you. If you can't not not be at home for the weekend, if you can't not go to work for the weekend, you're done. You're like, you, you'll never have a quality of life. So you really have to be fluid. And to be fluid is a way of living. And the way it was explained to me was really human beings should be a lot more like water, right? Water will always find its way home. It's just fluid. If a stone gets in the way, a rock gets in the way, it just finds a way around it. And instead of trying to go through a straight line where most that human beings do very rigid and fixed and then you know kind of constantly hitting walls and, and obstacles water just finds a way to, to kind of move around it eventually it makes its way there there's no fixed path to get anywhere so i think you've got to be fluid and you've got to be open to looking at your calendar and asking is that what i need to do this week i may have put that in my calendar a month ago but is it still the right decision do i still need to be there this uh, week or this day or that time secondly to that and it's going to completely contradict what i just said make plans months and years out but like i said be open to cancelling them practical planning and thinking into the future about the days that you want to be on vacation and time that you know your kids are going to be you know you, you know the day or within reasonable degree of accuracy that you're going to want to go on holiday or spend some time for christmas or have certain days off in the summer because your kids do certain things you probably know already that your kids soccer camp or dancing competition is a certain week every year. So just wipe it out. Like just take it off. Like make sure that that's done. And start by looking at all of the major things that you, you want to achieve with your family. 
in my case, I love to travel. I, I take my kids to Portugal and Spain and all across the US. We go skiing. Uh, I like to spend time with Natalie. We go to London or we'll go to New York to watch some shows. Like we do, we do things, but they're often booked out six, seven, eight months in advance. And, and those things are important to us. Like we, we want those things. We want to make sure that we spend time together. We want to make sure that we spend time with the kids. And equally now, because of the family expanding, my kids are at different ages and they want to do different things now. So I want to spend more time with Harry doing stuff that my nine-year-old wants to do. And equally, I want to spend time with my now currently nine-week baby Xander. Um, he's going to want to do baby things with me for however many you know months and first year or two of his life. That's not going to interest Harry. So I've got to figure out now, maybe he's a little bit more time um, with Harry or with Grayson or with Tobias or with Xander. But those are the things that are important to me. And, and they'll be scheduled in the calendar. Nine out of 10 of them will happen in the same way that the nine out of 10 things that are scheduled from a business point of view will happen. Not all of them. And I, and I think you should have that, that discernment to look at something and say, that just doesn't work today, even though we planned it. Now, you can't cancel every one of them. But there probably should be one or two things where you think that just isn't right anymore and I'm open to cancelling it and I, I don't need to do that in the way that I thought that I would. So I'm encouraging you to plan months if not years out. Your calendar for vacations, for time with family, for in my case when I do my events, if you notice they're pretty much all on the same weekend. Uh, every year you know people always ask when's the you know when's the mastermind well same weekend as last year. There's like It moves by one day because of the way the calendar works. That's kind of how we 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 are right and and it allows me structure brings freedom it allows me to kind of move around the world and do all of the things that i want to do because um, we've planned it years out i know what days my kids have got off you know here in florida they have rodeo day and they have all sorts of crazy days off they seem to be off more than they're at school but it's every year right i know they're going to get rodeo day so let's just figure out when it is and why don't i take monday off if it's on a friday then i have a long weekend with the kids right that that's not going to come as a surprise to me um, but equally, if it's in my calendar, it's not going to come as a surprise to anybody in the business. And it allows me to plan weeks before to know that I'm going to be off for two days to make sure I get my responsibilities done. So planning months out, and I think for anybody to get as far into the future as you can with things like date nights, with holidays, special days with kids, father, daughter, dances, all that type of stuff that you know people want to be involved in, um, soccer practice, picking the kids up at school one night a week, book it out. Like book it out and then just do yourself a favor and follow through on it. But first and foremost, ask yourself a week or two or three weeks in advance, is that still what I want to do? And bring a big picture view of your calendar to your life so that you're always looking into the future. You're not living there. You're just anticipating what's coming around the corner. You're aware of it. So life isn't smashing you in the face any more than it, you know, than it absolutely has to. I think the third point for you to think about is a, a, a very simple question. And it, is in line with the two things that I've already mentioned, which is this, what's needed now? What's needed now? Or who do I need to be this week? Right? So what's needed now? And who do I need to be? They're very similar questions. Do I need to be the CEO more this week for work? Or do I need to be the dad more for home life? That's, that's my point, right? Life isn't fixed. And it isn't rigid and it shouldn't be rigid. And I I just don't subscribe to that kind of life. If that's what you want and you want life to be a military operation, good luck. But the pressure that that builds upon you, there's no room for manoeuvre. And humans are not good under pressure. We're not we're not good under forced situations. Some, you know, if you're in the SES or you're in the 
some kind of military then, then absolutely but most people are not for a reason because we're not very good under that type of pressure um so what's needed now really is the who do i need to be this week or this month who do i need to be right now do i feel like i need to be a bit more daddy a bit more natalie's partner or a bit more ceo do i need to be a bit more business owner do i need to be a bit more marketer this week do i need to be a bit more staff coach staff cheerleader this week so every week or two or three or four you're looking into the future and just always asking have i been too much ceo or have i been too much daddy and if i've spent too much time as a dad you might think, well, that's not possible. It is, because a lot of the good things that my kids want from their life, right? You know, as long as they're they're, they're getting their their basics and they're getting their love and their fun and their laughs and their story and they you know they're tucking them in at bed. Sometimes I do have to be at work and I have to miss certain things, and I'm really comfortable with that for them as much as me, because if they get used to me being around all of the time, well, what happens when the day I'm not? Right? It's not good for them to have me around every minute of every day. And quite frankly, I don't want to be around them every minute of every single day. Like that isn't my dream. Uh, my dream is for them to be happy and for them to have a really good, good life with lots of happy days. That doesn't mean that I have to be the one that's in their life every minute of every single day. It's not achievable. It's another one of these stupid things that we've allowed other people to tell us that that's, you know, that's important. That we want to be there every minute of the day for our kids. Like it's just not realistic. It's like it's just nuts. Um, Again, it's a lack of confidence in people to be able to go, actually, my kids are really fine without me. But I am responsible for the environment that they are raised in. I am responsible in some part for the opportunities that they get, whether it's at school or, you know, travel or various things, um, you know, because they're still kids right now. And how do those things become more attainable? Well, it helps if I've got a really successful business because if I've got a successful business, it's easier for me to send them to better schools, to travel more frequently, to travel a different type of class, uh, which makes travel very, very easy. But, you know, people ask how we do so much traveling. It's much easier to travel around the world with your feet up than it is with your, you know, your feet firmly on the floor, if you like. It's a lot more tiring to do that. But to get to that point in life, you, you, you need, you know, you need the vehicle to do that. And that's that's what a successful business is about. Or for me, it is, is to give us opportunities to do more things that, that I couldn't do if I didn't have a successful business. You know, let let never, ever lose sight of that, that the business is the vehicle for that. Money doesn't grow on trees, and if it does, I ain't find the, the, the you know, it doesn't grow on palm trees in Florida, that's for sure. Um, there's a lot of people moving here, but I don't think it's because there's money growing on trees. Um, it, it's It's got to be that the business is the vehicle and the, the, the sort of fuel for you to do those types of things. So I have to respect that equally I want to be at home with my kids, but equally I also want to be part of this thing that I absolutely love, building a business, that luckily for me, um, I'm involved and in, engaged in something that I, that thrills me. Um, I'm involved in education. I get to teach. I get to build services. I get to do seminars. I get to fly all over the world um, with my kids, and I get to fly all over the world with my team. So I, I I absolutely love it, and I wouldn't sit here and say that it's only for the kids. It's it's not. It's for me. As an added byproduct, the kids get to benefit from it. So if I want my kids, um, you know, if I need to spend a bit more time with my kids, I might say, all right, I'm out. I'm going home early this week or I'm just, you know what? I'm not coming in on Thursday and Friday, cancel everything. Don't care who it upsets, not interested. I need to be a daddy a bit more for the next two or three weeks. And if whoever it is isn't happy with that, well, they can sod off, which is British for do one basically. Um, and occasionally I will do that because it's up to me to use the um, one of the most important skills that you'll get, which is discernment and the ability to judge and decide. And I think 
if you lose the ability to judge and decide you're going to live a very fixed rigid life and that's kind of how most of the world live candidly most of the world want shortcuts they want instructions and they want rules so that they don't have to think and i think that's what is at the heart of the work-life balance the books and the typical person teaching you work-life balance they'll tell you it's all about rules they'll tell you it's all about routine and you know what phrase pisses me off i like routine or my kids like routine nobody likes fucking routine it's the most boring thing on the planet a routine the best routine is figure out what routine you need that fucking week basically to, to make you ha happy or healthy or suit your relationship or whatever a routine sounds very very boring to me and i'm not here for a boring life uh, how about we use our brain our mind and we look at our life at that moment in time and decide what the best routine is for me given where i am now what i want who i am the circumstances of my life and i'll back myself accordingly to to adapt and adjust the routine so the only routine is that you're always questioning the bloody routine is my um is my thoughts on it but as most stuff out there in society it's piddled it's regurgitated it's honestly i believe it's manufactured in such a way that is such a, a low level um, that the majority they, they, they just eat it up that sounds good another rule another routine another thing for me to follow and then they wonder why everybody's going nuts stressed needs the, the pills to calm them down because there's so much pressure on themselves they're, they're just relying upon so many pieces to kind of like keep them together rather than just saying this is who i am this is what i'm about let's figure out who i need to be this week do i need to be more ceo more daddy more partner and i'll back myself to to do that um and the only other thing the final thing i would say is this if if you're really looking to kind of focus in on something I, I have a very simple um way of thinking about my day if i really make this granular um there's really three phases of my day right you could break it up by four but for one of them i'm asleep so let's say i get up at six o'clock right i've got between six and nine so six and nine on the morning just be a dad i'm in the house have some fun with the boys make breakfast go to the gym with them which i've got a gym in the house the boys often come we have some fun we have a laugh we have a giggle um natalie will, will get up we'll have some fun we'll have a, a glass of you know orange juice or coffee or whatever right we'll sit outside for a bit six to nine just be a dad be a family guy just just be that person now when i get in my car and i drop my kids off at school between nine and six i'm a ceo just make sure i'm a ceo right just do whatever i've got to do be engaged be focused and be the exact same thing that i was between six and nine present focused with my team with my people in the same way that i was with my kids and then i go home at six o'clock and between six and nine i'm a dad again and i give the exact same thing my focus my time my effort my attention between six and nine so if you really consider that um it's a very simple way to break up your day to think about your day um to to achieve that elusive work-life balance which candidly is a lot of bs um what there is is you deciding at that time what you need to be using your own intuition your own brain your own experience your own confidence your own belief in yourself um, about what you need and who you need to be and you know who you need to be you know if you need to spend more time at work right deep down you know you know if you need to spend more time at home and you've got to start overriding the gremlins that are saying you always need to be you know you always need to be at work you always need to be at work. you don't always need to be at work it's a lot of crap right if you are still needing to be at work two years after you've started that business guess what you haven't done hired i keep going back to this all the time you should not need to be there 16 hours a day occasionally there'll be times there'll be projects there'll be things that you're working on which need you to be there 16 hours but that can't be every week 
you should not be starting work and finishing work at the same time every week like that is just not normal it's common but that is not normal and don't let anybody tell you that that is how it works it is not normal for somebody he's a business owner with so many moving parts and so many uh, places to work from or, or things to work on for you to be fixed and rigid in a you know in a certain type of role in a certain office it is crazy you've got to change that you've got to change the way you see your day what you're working on what's important to you um and sometimes you you're going to go home at two o'clock and go do you know what? i'm done i'm out i'm out for two weeks and i'm just going to go home at two o'clock every day why just because i want to that's it just because it's it's just it's just good for my health to, to do so there's no other reason um than to do that so that's my answer to the um to the work-life balance conundrum it'll probably get a little bit more deeper and um uh evolve over the next year or two and i hope it does because it would mean that i'm evolving with it and i'm fluid with it and i'm moving and i'm open to change and just learning a bit more about how all of this stuff works which at the end of the day remember we don't want work-life balance we just want to feel really 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 good about ourselves and with that we can do a lot of good for the people that we care about that we think this work-life balance is for so that's my thoughts um well done great question and thanks for listening uh, submit your questions paul at paulgoff.com uh, please continue to spread the word around the world about the podcast um, wherever you are america australia the united kingdom even the scots we welcome the scottish into this show the irish always welcome um, new zealand i think we're in um, abu dhabi dubai uh, brunei uh, where did we have a client from recently um, paraguay canada even the canadians we love the canadians so thank you for listening uh, we do appreciate you keep spreading the word for us keep leaving us the reviews uh, to get us up the charts um, and continue to grow this um, this amazing community so thanks enjoy your day and i'll talk to you again soon thank you for listening to paul Goff's audio experience if you're brand new to paul's world head on over to paulsmarketingbook.com where you can get started with his number one best-selling marketing book for physical therapists or if you've been listening to the show for a while, you like what you hear and you think that you could benefit from this type of help to accelerate the growth and profitability of your practice, reach out to Paul's team at paul at paulgoff.com and tell us exactly what you're looking for. And by the way, if you know someone who would benefit from today's show, please share it with them. And if you've got any questions that you want answered, tweet Paul at the Paul Goff using the hashtag AskPG. You can also find all of these details over in today's show notes. All right, until next time, have a wonderful day.